All right, we have clicked record, and here we go. everybody and welcome to the hidden oaks overdose football fix podcast i am one of the lovely hostesses the garlic johnson i am joined by josh very good josh say hi to the folks hi folks well folks as you know hidden oaks overdose at gmail.com facebook.com slash hoodpod anchor.fm slash hoodpod we only got one episode left we're kind of out of the realm of fan interaction but we would still love your opinions on anything if you got them we would love to feature you levi Levi Oki illustration segment start times description below all that jazz Josh how we durin durin I do have something to say I didn't necessarily agree with your take there on uh on we'd love to have their opinions we'd only love to have their opinions if they're in agreement with our opinions right and we well we won't know that until we get them right or should we tell them what to say to us no, I think we should provide an outline to everybody that contributes to the show. Okay. Say, like, do's and do nots and that sort of thing. Do you want to type that up? I think it's already done. I think I have it right here. It's just right. a blank page. Don't talk to us. I, I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree with that. I would prefer if people did talk to us at least every once in a while. Unless your name is once Brian. Once in a while. You have, to, you have to use the words, love the grum, on every single message you send e- to us. Every single message, huh? Except one, apparently uh yeah except when you're talking about josh gordon i guess um so josh how you how you doing today oh doing okay how are you gar good how was your how was your christmas it was good got a lot of good toys yeah i saw you want to talk about your favorite get of the christmas season josh you're giddy as a fucking lamb i i got legos gar you're goddamn right you did not just regular not just like legos a set of legos that you can get that costs four hundred thousand dollars comes with a hundred different directions like no filet to hogwarts no giant r2d2 nothing like that yep nope i got the classic creative box lets me lets my mind run wild and then i went to target yesterday and bought more legos because they were on sale and i'm an adult and i have my own money are you keeping them out of the reach of the dogs? Because I could imagine a scenario where your dogs begin to eat Legos. Well, so far I've only busted them out on the kitchen table yesterday for... Um, Six hours? No, well, yeah, and then I had to take a break. So 12 hours total. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, and they didn't try to get up there and get them, which is nice. I didn't get angry and throw any, so that was also nice. Proud of you. But, but yeah, no, I mean, I had... I mean, you saw the chooch. Made, Josh, I'm always going to see the chooch. I made a chooch, made a little house, you know, I just figured why not. Made myself a orangutan <coughs> hanging from a tree that swings back and forth. Obviously. And then I made a helicopter. A helicopter? 
Yeah, yeah. Did she fly? Oh yeah, she flies. Oh yeah. Might have might have seen her taken off down ten east. Right. Where was she going? Well, oh, you know, I designed it to be a news chopper. Oh, so it's, is it reporting on the news right now? Yeah, went down to visit uh, visit the hammers. Oh yeah, what was uh, any particular reasoning visiting Hammer and no one else? Well, I think just uh, visiting Andrew to say congrats on winning a fantasy Back championship. Yeah, Josh! It's still rough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I I haven't seen it come back, so I might not have attached enough fuel fuel engines and what chopper thing. No, you'll you'll work out. You'll work out the kinks as you go along. Yeah. What? How about you? What did you get? I want to uh, hear about your gifts. Oh, do you, Josh? Uh, I got some socks. Got some badass socks. Got some Avenger socks. Got some elf socks. Got twenty four pairs of socks on Christmas Day. So I'd say I'd 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 like to see anyone else who got as many socks as me on Christmas Day. Um, other than that, I mean, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I mean, socks was definitely the highlight. Got some candy, got some gift cards, you know, the classics. But sock, oh, yeah. socks was the highlight, faux show. Nice. Um, we saw Christmas Day, we saw Star Wars. What would you think about the new one? I liked it. Yeah? It was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I read a lot of negative <sighs> things going into it. I didn't, I avoided most spoilers. Um, there were some things that I had seen and heard that um, I would kind of already pieced together such as well i don't want to say it in case the folks haven't listened <laughs> right um, no spoilers please josh but yeah there there were some things that i had um in mind particularly kind of the the re reveal um on, on lineage and whatnot um but overall i thought it was good everyone was complaining about it being too disney it's a disney movie of that's, course that's gonna happen it's disney it was jj abrams the same guy that did seven so you know it was going to be pretty fan service he definitely called back to the original trilogy so those yep. were pretty unex or those were pretty expected i should say not unexpected but yeah but i mean overall i i enjoyed it how did you like it yeah i thought i thought it was fine you know i'm not gonna say it was the best star wars movie i'm not gonna say it was the worst um i'm one of the few people who i think really liked eight just because it did kind of um you know subvert my expectations and it was just a kind of kind of a different take on star wars you know um so the nine going back to the abrams is just obviously a contrast a big contrast from eight but i thought it was fine you know, it's a good way to end the sky wars skywalker saga i suppose yeah yeah um, yeah since this is the movie podcast so we'll just plug quickly i saw uncut gems today that's a fucking movie. Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett, they make a hell of a movie. Interesting. Also, if you Google any single people out there, if you want to go ahead and Google Julia Fox, you're welcome. Go see the movie if you want to see, um, you know, some some hot shots and Google her if you want to see even more. Julia Fox. Anyways, Josh, we should probably move on. Yeah, no, I agree. I've been ready to end this podcast since you got here. So you've been ready to end this podcast two years ago, and this podcast was your fucking idea. So imagine ah. that. Nah. Hot takes, Josh. What do you got? Week 17. I say Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be quarterback one of the week. Well, that's pretty original because I first had my hot take in there that Ryan Tannehill was going to be QB one of week 17, mainly because I need him to to win my final fantasy matchup. But Weren't you up by like 70 in that league? I'm up by 37, not 70. Oh, well. But no. why, why, would, why would you let up on the gas when you could just stomp in their throat and beat him by a billion that is an awesome transition into one of our future segments but future we'll get segments. into that so whoa um but no you've got a good point uh fan tasty zone i mean we don't have much to go on you you're in one of those broken leagues where you have a week 17 matchup well i mean it's a, it's a combined week 7 16 and 17 it's a True. two weaker um but yes but yeah um this is brought to you by 
Captain Coke in my Punisher Mariah Benjamin Williams wedding mug that I got for being a groomsman. Um, and not anything else, I don't think. How fucking dare you? As always, brought to you by the strawberry, Arnie Palmer. Mm. Well, I just got invited to an Xbox party. Not yet, Brad. <laughs> did oh, I get invited Brad. to? I did not get invited to an Xbox Live party. Sad day. Yeah, well, my Xbox is on, so. That, well, that would explain it. You're signed in. All right, so Fantasy Zone. We did get a fan mail. Uh, we're not going to talk about key injuries because it doesn't matter for almost anyone at this point. So, Brian, very simple fan mail, and it really kind of ties into studs and duds, but he said, I submitted the Raiders defense just to hear Josh go off because that's fun. Love the grum. So, Brian, just, you know, a little jab at Josh in there in the fan mail. Yeah, no, it's fine. We also we also received some physical fan mail, Josh. What? So I, don't, I don't know if you recall last year. I had gotten you a Christmas present. No. And this year, I again got you a Christmas present. So what, what would I get you last year, Josh? Do you recall? Aaron Rodgers bobble thingy? Not a bobble thingy, but well, I don't just know what they're a little, It's a pop, yeah. yeah. They're specifically called pop. So this year, probably went a little overboard if that was kind of the threshold Oh, God, I did said. you give me a car? I, I got you a car, exactly. So you just sit there for a second, because it's right here. Oh, no. Car, I didn't get you anything. I feel awful. I'm, I am waiting for him. What the hell is that? Is it Josh? Oh my God. It oh. is Lagavulin Offerman Edition, 11 year aged Scott whiskey. <laughs> Scott. Wow, Gar. You didn't have to get me anything. Why'd you give me this? I don't know. I saw it and I was like, if anyone in my life would appreciate such a thing, Josh would. So I just. Bottom. I appreciate. I'm not even. I'm. I'm gonna drink it all right now. That's a bold move. So because I don't. I honestly don't even know if you like scotch. So I was like, if he doesn't like scotch, you can just have the collector's item. Obviously, it's an Offerman thing. He's in love with the man Offerman himself. So I figure you can't really go wrong. You are correct. So there you go. Merry Merry Christmas, my friend. Thank you for welcoming me into your home for. What is it, 20, 20 weeks a year at least? Oh, yeah, and then I invite you about half of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I show up whether you invite me or not, right. for, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so Merry Christmas, my friend. That You can you can fuck with that. Um, oh. Do have a discussion question while you, while you take your sip. Um, since we skipped it last week, who will slash should – well, maybe it's two separate questions. First, who should – be fired on this black monday so that's when all the nfl coaches get fired they're gonna get fired usually yeah um i, I suppose it, it was nice to actually not talk about it last week and bring it up this week because we are one week closer to the end of the year kind of get some ideas um i don't think um Shermer is gonna last in new york everybody talked about how just atrocious the dolphins and the bengals are but the giants were just as bad if not worse than them um throughout the year um i don't think they'll last i don't think he'll last um freddie kitchens is another name i don't think that he was ever their long-term plan anyways um and then there are some things being kind of spit out that um possibility freddie kitchens go, goes down Steph stefanski takes that job and then Shermer comes back to minnesota in that role um but i don't know i mean my the only one that i think for sure is Shermer. Shermer. okay so that's so that so that's who you should be fired and then who will do you think be fired? I don't know if there's a difference for you versus oh, your opinion those, versus reality. Yeah, but. I mean, him, Gase. Um, Gase is already out, <coughs> you're thinking? 
Yeah, I think Gase is going to be out. Um, honestly, those are the only two that come to my mind. If I took time to actually look at look at things, maybe come up with a couple more. Um, I don't know the guy's name in Cincy, but yeah, he should. I mean, I think isn't it? I think it's more of a punishment. Zach Taylor is that yes. his name? Yeah. I think it's more of a punishment to ha have to actually coach that team. Well, I mean, it is his first year, so they might give him some leniency. But we do see plenty of first year guys get their heads rolled as well. Um, so okay, and then I, I mean, I kind of agree. I th I think of anyone who could go, Gase. I agree with Kitchens. I agree with both for will and should. Well. Yeah, I mean, Gase just seems to be very toxic no matter where he goes. Kitchens probably wasn't prepared for that job. So, I mean, if they could somehow work a scenario where Kitchens just steps down, well, it's probably too awkward to do that at this point. But that might be the best for that organization because I know Baker likes him. Uh, I have heard Shermer's name mulled around as well. you think they'd give him another chance with a new QB since he was kind of strapped to Eli for so long, but probably not. Um, I'm trying to think. Ron Rivera already left. Of all the other obnoxious teams, Brian Flores in Miami is not going to go anywhere. Zach Taylor probably shouldn't go anywhere in Cincinnati. Washington, Jay Gruden was he, – did he, he got fired like week six, right? Like that was this year? Yeah. Okay. I, see, it's been so long. Um, so he's already gone. So, I mean, that, that, those, are, those are the big ones. Matt Patricia's sticking around. Cliff Kingsbury's obviously sticking around. Can't think of the bottom of any other divisions at the moment, but um, so yeah, that's just fun. I mean, we'll know we, we got one more podcast coming at you guys, so we'll know by next week. Black Monday will have passed, and we'll know who's in or out. Josh, we don't have to talk about it too long because it depresses me greatly. But uh, what what happened week seventeen or week sixteen in the in the Homer department? <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. Okay, is a terrible. I hate you. Try now. Team has a bunch of losers in Minnesota. Thanks, Carl. I hate you. Well, as expected, Green Bay went into <laughs> Minnesota and stomped the Vikings. As expected. Um, as expected by only one person of picks that I saw on the professional network. Yeah, named Carl Gerbschmidt. No, it was uh, somebody, and their only reasoning behind it was they're so far behind that they need this win to it, catch it was, up. It was Steve Young. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, overall, pros for Green Bay. I thought the defense played extremely well um, in, an, in a different – or in an outside environment. Um, they, they stifled the run game. Now, no cook. That's going to be an excuse. That's fine. Um, he's a lot better than what we saw um, them roll out there that week. Uh, run game was very good against a solid run team i think that they allowed what 200 some or 180 some rush yards to um seattle a couple weeks ago um but other than that they had been pretty solid against the run and then jones went in there and had 156 yards um quick outs i mean it's not very spicy to see just a bunch <laughs> of quick outs three yards out route um but when you run it a hundred different times and they can't stop it, that I mean, it worked. Um, and then time of possession was largely in Green Bay's favor for that game. Uh, cons started the game with three turnovers. Rodgers hasn't hit his big time game. Um, and then our we really have no true wide receiver too. I think Devonte had sixteen targets. Um, Alan Lazard had nine, so I guess he would technically be the number two. Mm -hmm. uh, but then there was only three more for other wide receivers amongst that. So you. Your dog, I believe, is trying to work out by eating the exercise equipment. Yeah, she's on two days. 
<laughs> um, I saw you also wrote pros and cons for Minnesota. I assumed you I did. wanted to read those yourself. Yeah. Um, pros, I mean, the defense looks solid. Uh, 10 in the last two games, which is nuts. Um, um, Cook did Cook will be back for the playoffs, it sounds like. Uh, Bailey did okay. I mean, that's I tried to come up with three for you. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, cons, your guys' play calling was atrocious. Wasn't good. Run up the middle, run up the middle, punt. Yes. Just skip third down altogether. Pretty much. Uh, the <laughs> offensive line went out there with blindfolds on. And then you guys lost Barr and Kendricks. And and I don't know. I hadn't heard anything since the game on their status for... I know they're out... We, I know Kendricks is out week 17, but I don't know any about further into the future. Right. Um, as far as my notes, I just kept it short and sweet. All I said was QB. So Kirk Cousins, pretty much the whole coaching staff, and Rick Spielman about everything else about this organization is good. Not great. So may, average, maybe a little bit above average, but definitely not in the Billy B realm, the Aaron Rodgers realm, the Tom Brady realm. So, I mean, this things are like these are going to happen you know people can say it's you know it's becoming not a coincidence when it happens against the packers twice a year the bears but uh you know games like these are going to happen and uh you know, it's just kind of the way it is when you got things that are good not great so it sucked it was not fun what else did you see in week 16 josh anything nope <laughs> that's the only game that i cared about all right well on saturday i was watching buffalo at new england uh i thought buff we you know we both were kind of thinking buffalo might win that game they uh they did not end up winning that game uh billy b still found a way to win because he's billy b the uh, saturday night was very exciting the rams going to get up against san fran final score was 31 34 uh, it looked like the rams were going to walk away with that one but then there was a huge blown coverage uh, right at the end of the fourth quarter that allowed san fran to get into field goal range and then robbie gold did eventually hit him with the dagger and so their playoff hopes and dreams were diminished and destroyed at that point in time cincinnati at miami a game no one watched but ended 35 38 went into overtime josh had texted me multiple times that cincinnati was the greatest team in football so i just put entertainment level was over nine thousand. philly or uh, dallas at philly um dallas had nothing to do or had nothing they could do they're having a good old-fashioned lose-off for the division it's just not going well for anybody who wants to be entertained by football last game that was pretty interesting was arizona going into seattle and upsetting the seahawks um seattle i mean they're they're still going to be in the playoffs they'd already clinched their position but they you know i think they were still in contention for the one seed before that happened they could have won the division took the one seed and now i think their best seed is two or three i mean obviously there's all these weird scenarios they're more most likely going to be the five seed could be the three seed i think depending on how all the things fall out but that was interesting just to see them get upset it was a divisional game so it was certainly possible but that's what happened josh who the packers play this week uh they play detroit are they gonna beat them or well you would hope so um no they go to detroit finish the season um i'm sure a lot of people expected this to be the case 12 and 3 uh, 13 and 3 i guess now i haven't updated it um going into the 3 11 and 1 3 12 and 1 detroit lions what did they lose last week i mean 12 and 3 is right that's, no that's 15 games 3 11 and 1 i'm dumb it's also 15 games i was thinking week 17 <laughs> um but yeah 12 and 3 i guess i was just one ahead anticipating yeah, yeah. anticipating yep. a win um everybody expected green bay to be 12 and 3 at this point everyone every single person yeah um and so 
honestly, I'm just excited. I, I don't know what they'll do. I think that if they go out there with their starters, um, play them for a half just to keep them in football shape, um, ready to go, don't affect the timing much. Um, if they get a lead, that's great because a win here solid, solidifies them in that, that two spot. Um, if they win and Seattle wins, uh, they can take the number one seed. If they win or if they lose, um, Seattle loses and New Orleans loses, they could still get the two seed. So um, a lot of different things. Worst they can do is three. Best they can do is one. So just like I thought. Not bad for a couple white guys. Yeah. What's uh, what's Minnesota got going on this week? Minnesota's playing a meaningless game at home against Chicago. The only note I wrote was just rest the top 31 guys because you have to have well, I guess it doesn't even have to be 31. You could pl- have guys play both sides. You need at least 11 people on the field at any one given time. Um, but I said just rest everyone and maybe even rest Stefanski and Zimmer too. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but yeah, entirely meaningless game. It sounds like the news has already come out that we're resting pretty much all the starters. So I think that's the right move. And um, this team could go into the playoffs and have success. They might win a game or two. I don't see this team going to the bowl unless they get a lot of momentum behind them. But we could we could steal a game in the playoffs on the road. We'll see. Yeah, my hopes are not astronomical. Josh. Yeah. Well, Oop, I know that you guys could play at three different spots. The most likely outcome is New Orleans. Yep. Um, and how do you feel about the possibility of them signing Antonio Brown? Uh, I mean, he would obviously be part of their game plan immediately. Um, I know I have been reading that he could go on the commissioner's exempt list. I think that's kind of bullshit though, because they, they started investigating him as soon as the Patriots cut him, which was like week four, week three, whatever it was. And so that investigation should be done by now. They went faster on than that on deflate gate and on all, pretty much all their other NFL investigations. So I'm pretty much just dragging their feet, hoping people forget about Antonio Brown. But I mean, obviously he'd be a threat. Our secondary has been our probably worst part of our team this year. So um, it would not not be great. The only thing that would be to our benefit is that it would take him probably a little bit longer to get up to speed. But as assuming the guy's still in football shape, he could run down the field and gash Xavier Rhodes, no problem. So yeah, I could do that. <laughs> At this point, probably. Um, um, what else? Week 17, tingles and jingles. <laughs> Correct. I only put one one game in there, Josh. I think it's the only game that we should really be tingling our jingle to. Yes, yeah, San Francisco 49ers at Marshawn Lynch. That is correct. Yeah. Um, he was serving shots at an Oakland um, tailgate, tailgate last week, two weeks ago, and now he's uh, starting running back for Seattle. No so big I, fucking deal. The only thing I get out of that entire scenario is go be a bartender in Oakland. That's what the kids are saying. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. That That's probably going to be the biggest game, um, most most fun to watch, uh, just because there are tons of playoff seating implications. For the AFC. You okay, Josh? You going to make it? Or do we want to have a quick nap time? Yeah. Uh, so it looks like you did not update the Tingle Jingles clinch scenario, so... We don't we don't know the a, the final AFC and NFC scenarios. I think well, yeah, kind of NFC. It's uh, Dallas wins, Philly loses. Dallas is in. Philly loses or Philly wins. Philly's in. Okay, and the AFC. AFC. Um, who cares? They're not going to win. How dare you? The 
the Oakland Raiders are still in the hunt. Tennessee Titans, the Steelers. It's, it's semi-interesting. I guess not. All right, Josh. Let's move on then, I guess, to locks and upsets. And I just have to write just a little thing down. Don't mind me. And then I just got to play a little ditty. Watch your ears, folks. It's a bold strategy. Oh, fuck. I hit the wrong number one, Josh. So last week I was a little too skippy with my um, with my takes on locks and upsets. I did put in a recording to amend my statements, but last week I said that nothing mattered. If Kyle got one point, it was over. That was wrong because there's still eight points left. But now I can say the only two people in contention for the locks and upsets, $140, are Kyle and T. Kyle currently has the lead with 38. T's behind him with 36. T could win. Kyle... Kyle's best strategy is to just copy T's picks. Obviously, here in the last week, I am going to not... I mean, T usually doesn't pick until... Noon on Sunday? Correct, yeah. His picks are in very last moment. Kyle doesn't usually pick until Sunday morning either. So it, it'll be interesting. It's it's either man's game. Obviously, I'm going to have to come up with a tiebreaker just in case they end up with the same number of points. I was just thinking go simple and just say the total number of points scored in the Vikings game. But, Josh, you have any other... Better idea for a tiebreaker. <clears throat> no. Um, well, tiebreaker. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything. I don't think that we'll have one. I think Kyle's going to run away with it. He certainly, I mean, he's got the two point lead. So, I mean, he, he, uh, there's no double lock. So he has to pick at least one upset. Um, so t- you would you would imagine T goes double upsets unless you think unless T thinks that Kyle's going to bomb this week because if T went only one lock and one upset then he could get a max of three points which would only pass Kyle by one so Kyle would have to have an eggnog of a week so I don't know wh- wh- what do you think you think Kyle's just going to walk away with it finally yeah after being a lead since like week yeah. seven week I think, six yeah no he's uh <sighs> I think he's got this on lock so I'm not even gonna. Not even gonna bother saying T has a chance. Not gonna speculate. He had he had more of a chance to beat you in the uh, semis. Ooh, and I beat him by like sixty. So, um, all right. So that's locks and upsets. It's Kyle versus T coming down to the wire. Kyle has the two point lead. Uh, I guess we can go through a couple picks since people were nice of us. Um, we're nice enough to still send them in. Josh, looks like you've got one of your picks in this week. No, I got two. Oh, on my screen it's just the one. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I hit enter. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? I've got Detroit upsetting Green Bay because Why who not? cares? Right. And then I've also got Chicago upsetting Minnesota for the giggles. I mean, I, yeah, at this point, the, you can definitely see that Vegas, the Vegas, the Vegas line changing since Minnesota is going to be sitting at starters. But I went with the strategy of just go with my homies going out. I'm, I'm in dead last place. Eric's got four points on me last week. So the best I could do is tie Brad or Eric's for last. Um, but so I'm going, I'm going out with my homies because it's meaningless for me to pick anything else. I'm taking the Chargers over Kansas City and Oakland over Denver, going with my two AFC West heartthrobs. Neither of them will probably get the upset, but in case they do, I'd want it to be just like that. Eric's got some picks in. He's got Pitt over Baltimore as a lock, and he's got Houston over Tennessee as an upset. Obviously, Baltimore is resting um, many of their starters, so that's probably a good lock. So I will probably not be able to tie Eric's. And then 
There's no other picks on the sheet, but I do have a text from Mr. Ryan Walters. He's going double upsets this week. Ryan Walters likes Chicago over Minnesota, just like you, Josh. And he likes Indy over, or, sorry, Walters always writes it weird. He's taking Jacksonville over Indy as his other upset. So, Walters, thanks for getting those in in the wire. Eric, thank you for being the weekly contributor that you are. I assume Nikita, just, you didn't ask her. She was just like, ah, there's no point. No, she just didn't tell me. Well, she could still get them in pre-Sunday. Um, so that's it. That's all we got for Locks and Upsets at the moment. I'll make sure I have no other text because sometimes Brian gets them in. But I assume Brian's like everyone else and is not going to waste the time if they don't have a chance. All right, Josh, do we want to move on to – it's not our final fantasy fun time, but it's the final normal fantasy fun time. Final regular season fantasy fun time because <sighs> the postseason I am going to dub the fantasy funner time. Whoa, Josh, the fantasy, I was going to call it the fantasy fun time retrospective, but I like funner time as well. Yeah, because funner is a fun word to say. (laughs) Some would say it's funner than fun. Some may, and some may be wrong. But yes, it is fantasy fun time. Boop, boop. Boop, 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 fantasy fun time! Someone's ears are bleeding right now, I'll have you know. I'm not going to go in and fix that either. So you're going to get a text message from Brian or from Walters or from someone that are like, my ears are literally bleeding right now. Can you, can you sleep like that, Josh? Can you sleep knowing that you made people's ears bleed? I mean, Rebecca Black made a song called It's Friday and slept just fine. And that was the greatest song ever. How dare you say anything different? Well, uh, you know. That made my heart bleed. Kaya, the, what that are meaningful. you doing? She's, I'm pretty sure Kaya's trying to eat me right Kaya, now. do you want to say hi to the folks? I speak the one time she... Ow. 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 oh see Odin gets in there Ow. the one time we want Kai to make a noise she doesn't make a fucking peep well she's Classic. she's she's got stage fright she's gunshot okay. yeah um but yeah grain of salt grain what of god grain of salt I just wrote grain of salt finale even though I have one matchup still pending so Josh I was in two championship games last week. I was in um, three third-place games last week. Josh has now started a dogfighting ring again. Uh, so anyways, I took third in the Jerome Bettis League. That's my most expensive league. I finished third, got 200 bucks out of that league. In the Deflate These Balls League, which is with a bunch of my buddies, uh, I got fourth in that league, only walked away with 20 bucks, and that's because I had a high score one week. Um, in, the Deflate, in the Deflate These Balls League, didn't even make the playoffs. I finished eighth. In that Dynasty League that has ended, I guess it's an Empire League, really. An Empire League that has ended and we're going to restart next year. You come back to the, the Deflate These Balls? Nice. We're doing an auction draft. I've never done one of those. Neither Especially for Dynasty. That's going to be intense, I would imagine. That I didn't know we were doing that. I never got that message. Did you? Do you ever read the messages you get? I haven't gotten any messages. You don't, I mean, you don't read them on Sleeper? I, I haven't had Sleeper send me anything. So. Well, I mean, he just posted in Sleeper. You have to go read it. Well, all right. So anyways, uh, that's we're coming back next year. Auction Dynasty draft. Brand new. That's going to be exciting. Hidden Oaks redraft. I took, we'll get into it later, but I took second. I lost a hammer. Still walked away with 150 big ones. The Fancy League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I won my third place matchup. Walked away with 80 bucks. The Hidden Oaks Dynasty League. I never made the playoffs. Finished ninth out of 10. 
Um, the the deflate these balls was the eighth out of twelve. The BSB league, I sucked all year in that league. I was I took ninth out of twelve, never made near the playoffs. And then in what was my work league, I no longer work there. Obviously, haven't worked there for the majority of the season, but still, I'm in the fantasy matchup right now. I'm up by thirty seven points going into the final mat or the final week of scores. Um, and I've already got 20 bucks. I could get 220 more bucks. So overall, I have already netted $470 on the year, which is 40 more than I spent. Could walk away with 220 more. Feels good. Yeah. I took, so I was in two championship matchups. I took second in the Victoria Secret League. Um, not, not a bad finish, although I did end up losing by 0.8 because Mike Boone is a literal piece of trash and didn't get a single carry in the second half i don't think he definitely had one how dare you okay fine he had one carry in the second half um but no he is one of the absolute worst human beings on the planet probably doesn't deserve to share oxygen with jeffrey dahmer um and and other serial killers um no i'm just kidding i lost by 0.8 but the packers won so it kind of kind of softened a blow um yes i could have started nearly any other running back on my bench and won but whatever i got yellow swag i netted or i won 180 bucks in that league because i had a five dollar side bet um and then in the Kitas family league we won by like 100 points got 300 out of there um and so that was that was our first first place finish there we've made the playoffs every single year though so great good for us um we've lost three consecutive semifinals matchups and this is the year that we won it all so this is good good feeling didn't make the playoffs in deflate these balls or the hit um yeah, or, um, or in deflate these balls. Lost, didn't have a matchup in the redraft league. And then the Hidden Oaks Dynasty, I kicked Kevin's ass for a $20 third place finish. Overall, I finished with $500 winnings, which is more than double what I spent. Not bad for a white guy. So, Josh, I don't want, I don't want you to feel personally attacked, but kind of what, kind of what are some of the proposals I'm going to change for the Dynasty League next year? I know you kind of like coming in third and winning $20, but... One of my proposed changes might be taking that $20 away, so I don't want you to be upset fine. If, if you don't walk away with $20 next year. Yeah, that's fine, as long as you don't do something stupid like take away the tight end position. <sighs> that's already been decided a long time ago. Um, so, <coughs> so yeah, those, those were our grain of salt finales. If you listen to us for any fantasy advice, we're not terrible. We're just not the greatest that ever was. No top formers of the week because that's pointless. Um, <coughs> well, I mean, I guess we could have because it was for the championship week. But studs and duds, Josh. We still got one more week of this. Last week I had, I went full swing. I went A.J. Brown because I had him in my starting lineup against Hammer. Projected 13.1 as a stud. I actually got 15.3. So that was a positive 2.2. I picked Kenyon Drake as a dud, though. He was projected 14.6. He actually got 33.4. That was negative 16.6 on the week. Fucking out. Ouch. <coughs> I had John Ross projected 7.9. He finished with 15, positive 7 there. And then Fournette was my dud. He was projected 19. He only got 13.5. So I finished with a positive 12.4. Eric's had the Steelers D to Josh's chagrin. Projected as a stud at 8.7. Only got 7, so negative 1.7 there. Edelman as the dud. Projected 15. Only got 14.2. So Eric's was negative 0.9 on the week. Nikita, my lovely wife, had Lamar Jackson, who, despite being projected 26, was still a stud with 30, positive four there. Um, she had Zeke as a dud. He ended up being a dud, and she finished with positive 8.7. Yeehaw! Mr. 
Ryan Walters had Adam Thielen as a stud. He was projected 14.4. Actually got .2. Um, so that was negative 14 there for Walters. Had Aaron Jones as the dud. 15.5 projection. 28 as the actual. Walters was negative 26.7 on the week. Dead last by 10. I think I did make a comment that said that was going to happen too. Uh, yeah. I mean, he went full homerism. He wasn't like trying. He was quote unquote right. not trying, but yeah. Uh, Brian had the Raiders <laughs> dumb ass or defense. That's 11 guys, Brian. That's cheating. Da-da-da-da. Exactly. See that, Brian? You're cheating. So you only got four <laughs> points. Kind of wash there. Uh, Mike Boone as your dud. He was definitely a dud. Negative 11. Or he, yeah, so he got you a net positive 11. So you finished with a total of 10.8 positive. Yeah, for the record, we first had Miko as the stud. I don't think she got to, what was it, 737 pounds? Was that, that the, was 400. Well, 400 was the projected, but then, so what, what, what do we think the actual was at the end of the week? Was, it, was I don't know. Miko I don't, end up being a stud? I don't think Brad managed to get her to the zoo <laughs> to get on a scale. And then Brad was the dud with an IQ of one. Do we think Brad finished with an IQ of less than one? Well, like I said, I don't think he got to the zoo to step on the scale for Miko. And I think part of the reason is because he couldn't find the door to get out of his house. So I'm going to go ahead and say he he washed. So no matter what, Brian walked away, positive on the week is what I'm hearing. Yep. All right. And then Jamie, we had a slip shot from Jamie last week. I didn't even post on Facebook this week, so I didn't give anyone a chance. Uh, Devontae Parker projected as the stud for her, proje- or sorry, projected 15, got 22.1, so that's positive 7 for Jamie. Um, OBJ as the dud, projected 12, actually got 14.4, negative 2 there. But overall, Jamie netted a positive 5.2 points on Z week. Week 17, Josh. I got Marshawn Lynch. I got him in at when he was projected 2.1. I heard he's listed as RB1. So if that man doesn't surpass 2.1 points, full PPR, and in week 17, I'll be very sad. And then my dud is Edelman, projected 15.8. I didn't know we were doing studs and duds this week because I just assumed fantasy was over. And so I'm just (laughs) going to go ahead and just throw names out there. I'm going to go with a stud of A.J. Brown um, and a dud of edelman wow josh pretty original dud pick there well i mean he's got some washed up piece of trash throwing him the football that's true he is a washed up piece of trash so yeah all right we got deontay johnson is eric's stud pick anyone who doesn't know that's a wide receiver for the steelers eric's is a Steelers fan so going homer there and i believe the no the steelers are not playing the browns but he the steelers obviously don't like the browns he picked obj as his dud walters also got his picks in he's got mostert as his stud raheem mostert and then russell wilson as his dud so it looks like walters loves the 49ers in the sunday night football matchup we will all hopefully love Thank you for the one seed, Walters. <laughs> um, so, Sun Dun leaderboard, Josh, you did update it. Nikita, out of the core five, Nikita is going to win. Uh, she currently has 52.3. Josh could, in, in a really good week, pastor. He's got 29.6 in second. I tanked last week. I'm down to 1.2. I'm just praying to God I finish positive at this point. Walters is fourth with negative 44, and Eric's is dead last at negative 54. Walters, you could end up squeaking out that last place if you really want it. Just put in a little more effort, and uh, you could take last. Uh, Brian, of course, on the all-time leaderboard, is first with 89. Um, didn't put picks in this week. I don't know if he will or not. Nikita, 40 points behind him uh, with 52, so so Brian will probably win that one. 
going to talk about no. me losing the championship game? Or I, I, I would assume you'd be giddy for this point. I, I mean, we've had a lot of time to process everything that happened, and both of us were going back and forth because um, I needed Boone to do well to get my first place in another league. Right. Um, so it's unfortunate. You'd think he would have had a better game, but that Packers defense, you couldn't get by, and the coaches were just not – trusting Boone with the ball they put in Abdullah for almost the entire fourth yeah pretty much the entire second half every literally almost every passing down I think Mike Boone had one reception so that, yeah they did for whatever reason they did not want Mike Boone to touch the ball through the air yeah, and only and, run it through the middle and we texted back and forth about that about him being um the running back and and Abdullah um going in for receptions but then we looked up and and I was shocked because I always assumed Abdullah was a more of a receiving threat. They were the same in college. Um, and Boone's been on the team longer, mm-hmm. but not by much. Right. Um, and or so they, they might've come here the same year, actually. They, Otherwise, I, think they came here the, I think they came here at the same year. <laughs> Obviously, but I think Amir that, had more professional experience. Boone's a practice squad guy. Amir was with the, right. dol- with the dolphins, with the lions, lions. but, um, yep. <laughs> and so, and, and, and so, I mean, I, I honestly didn't see that coming, especially when they turned the ball over on the 10-yard line. Green Bay turned the ball over on the 10-yard line. I thought that they were just going to run three three downs in a row. They ran one. He got five, and I was like, well, okay, touchdown, touchdown Boone. Right. Um, but, nope, that didn't work out. So I feel bad. Um, at the same time, congrats, Hammer. Yeah, I would say we don't want to talk about me losing. We should definitely talk about Hammer winning. Uh, the final score was 129.2 to my 118.3. Um, Saturday was looking okay for me. Uh, Hammer had started Jameis Winston, was projected almost 20 points, only got 11. Jameis had a rough day. I think he had four or five interceptions, so that was certainly hurting his pointage. Um, what were the other Saturday games? He had Raheem Mostert, who went Saturday night. Um, and he only got 11, which is, you know, two points under his projection. So going into Sunday, I was feeling pretty good about it. Obviously, Alvin Kamar ended up putting up um, 29 points. He had, a, I think it was a fourth quarter touchdown that really daggered me. Kenyon Drake coming in with 33, upsetting the Seahawks. That daggered me as well. Those were pretty much all his points right there was Alvin Kamar and Kenyon Drake made up, you know, over 60 of his points. Um, you know, Amari Cooper only had 6.4. Jarvis Landry had 14.4. Uh, the Steelers' defense and you know Will Lutz were pretty much on projection um, as, as just a kicker in defense. So I had a chance going into Monday night. Obviously, Mike Boone, like Josh said, let me down. I could have started my lineup differently if I would have started Larry Fitzgerald over Mike Williams. I nope, that's not enough to get there. Would have been much closer though. Um, you know, I you know I could have made this lineup, so I won. But in the end, I lost. And Hammer deserved to win anyway. So kind of just the way she fucking goes, boys. Yeah. Um, Odin's over there. Odin's over there expressing his condolences as well. Thanks, um, Odin. Other news: Nate, consolation champ. So, congrats, Nate. Allegedly, hasn't set his lineup since week ten. If you believe Nate, at his, you know, at his word, at his well, verbatim. Well, you know, that trade that we had happened after week ten, and and he put he moved some things around in there because I saw Miles Sanders in there at one point and D.D. Westbrook. And <laughs> do do we want to go check to see if Miles Sanders and D.D. Westbrook were in the consolation championship team? I will take the time if you want to vamp for a bit. <sighs> I can vamp. I mean, I, I have the ESPN up, so it'll probably be faster than you. But oh, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead then. I'll just sit here and continue he had, playing Yahtzee. He did have Miles Sanders, who did get him 26.6 points, um, which was 10 over his projection. T.D. Westbrook was on the bench, only scored 2.5. So, uh, Miles Sanders was not the only thing, because he beat Derek 155.9 to 110.9, so beat him by... 
45. Uh, but Miles Sanders definitely contributed. Yeah, no, and Miles Sanders had a great month after Jordan Howard went down. So yeah, um, and I'm not even referring to just a trade in general. I, I think that he's going to have a decent draft stock come next season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he certainly has the opportunity. Sproles is gone. Boston Scott has not, you know, been threatening at all. You know, Jordan Howard is fine. They just took Jordan Howard, but they could cut him. They could trade him. So Miles Sanders definitely does look like the future in Philly, at least for the time being. Um, I guess if there's any other thing we can shout out here is that um, right as the playoffs started, or right after Brian lost, Brian did call Hammer winning. Um, he didn't think that I was going to be in the championship game, but Brian called Hammer getting to the championship and winning. So just shout out to Brian for predicting that from a few weeks prior. Good for you. Josh also took Willie as the winner, or not Willie, uh, took Hammer as the winner. So you guys both predicted that correctly last week. Obviously, I was never going to pick against myself, but... Is there anything you want to say about the redraft league, Josh? Otherwise, that'll be pretty much the nail in the coffin for the redraft and the podcast this year. Nope. I uh, I definitely <laughs> did the uh, consistency, consistency rankings and showed that Hammer's team was the most consistent, which led to my projections for the rest of the season or my predictions for the rest of that playoff push. And I think I went perfect the last two weeks. So consistency is key. Josh, you fucking nailed that sense. You were so good. I worded. You're so good. Oh my god. Specs on the end line for the rotary girder. I'm retarded. We got the important part in there. Alright, Josh. So because Nate and Garrett are being absolute dicks about taking the survey, we don't have complete results, but we can go over what we have at this exact moment in time, and I'll refresh the page just in case one of those two gentlemen surprised me, but I doubt it. Um Yeah, no, we so right now we have twelve out of fourteen responses. Um, so do you happen to remember the questions off the top of your head or no? So number one, did do you not have, have the document that I can see? I haven't made it yet. I was just going to make it once it was done. Um, you can look over my shoulder if you want, I guess. Nah. So anyways, question number one, did you have fun right now where people are probably lying at this point? We have a hundred percent said they had fun. So that's 12 yeses. They had fun. So I don't know if they're just trying to support my ego or not, but so that's good. Um, the question after that is, you know, how can we make it more fun? Um, most of them are just nonsense answers as is tradition. Um, one person said, I like the limited bench made everything more valuable and calculated. Another person said, not a fan of the in-person draft took too long and wasn't cool. Would rather draft together online. Uh, last note, I think you can guess who this one was from. It just said you had home field advantage. So, I don't know why they would put that in the comments of how you could make it more fun. I guess they don't want me to have home field advantage anymore. But most of the other, so that was what, three, two, three serious or two serious ones out of 12. That's not terrible. Next question is, after having 14 fantasy teams in the league this year, how do you feel about playing with 14 now? Um, so the options were playing with 14 was too many, I'm indifferent, or I enjoyed playing with 14 people. So a quarter of people, 25%, which is three out of 12 right now, say they enjoyed playing with 14 people. Um, one, only one person said um, playing with 14 people is too many, and then the rest would say they're indifferent. So that's eight people say they're indifferent about playing with 14 people. So, I mean, well, I guess I will propose it to a vote one more time just to see if people's changed. But we have a lot of indifference in there. So I think maybe once they've acclimated to it, they're more fine with it but we'll see and obviously we'll need 14 people if we're gonna actually do it who knows nate has seemed not very happy with fantasy and uh, if nate goes i think robin would be happy to bow out as well anyways um anyone had any other comments about it 
Um, the 14 person league. One person said 12 or 14 is fine. I would prefer only six playoff teams though. Um, another person said it made it more competitive. And the last one said, uh, I was the last two to get in. So I want to stay in the league. So I think that was probably Brian saying, please don't kick me out of the league. Brian, even if we go to 12, you're not guaranteed to get kicked out. If Nate bows out, then you could take Nate's spot. Um, so yeah, that was that last one was a question about the side bets. We had 13 weekly side pets. Did you like these as a way to earn money? 83.3% said, yes, they are a fun and cool addition. And then, um, so 16%, I'm going to guess two people said, no, I'd prefer the money is used elsewhere. So 10 out of 12 people said the side bets are cool. Um, I just asked a question is, so last week we didn't really communicate about the side bets at all. So this year I sent out a weekly text. Um, two thirds of people said they cared more about the side bets when I send out weekly texts, um, quarter were indifferent. And then one person said I did not care more because of the text. So most people cared more because of the text, um, question about the trade kerfuffle and we had a trade controversy. What can we do about it? Some of the responses are move the deadline up to about week eight. First week of playoffs is way too late. Have a rule and enforce it. If people don't vote too bad. Move trade deadline forward. Give commissioner power. Give commissioner power to veto ridiculous trades. Check the site more frequently and be accountable. We need to just collectively pay more attention. Move up the trade deadline. Actually pay attention. People don't do shady stuff. That's very useful. Longer veto period. Everyone be adults and follow the rules. Let people know about questionable trades before the veto deadline. So m most of the consensus there is just move up the trade deadline. I think. Yeah. No. That's I noticed that as well um so that was that what do you enjoy so this is about a potential so we might be copying the victoria's secret league i know josh you want to come up with a different idea you've already proposed that 100 yard dash thing and a couple other things but so i just asked the question would you be fine with the lottery system and um 50 of people said i'm indifferent one person said no let's just keep it exactly the same um 25 so that's three people said sure it's better than names out of a hat and then two people said i had left the option for i have a better idea um, so two people said, I have a better idea. They went out of their way to answer the question that way. And then out of, so there's a question after that said, if you said you have a better idea, put it here. So one of them says, hear me out sharks. I don't know what the hell that means. Um, the only real response in there was everyone threw a one bocce ball closest to furthest. So that was someone's idea, but obviously you'd have to have all 14 people together or 12 people together for that to work. So not a terrible idea, but that was the only serious different idea we got as a response yeah that's that's pretty unique so that was that um would you be interested in attending it so this is my question would you be interested in attending a league barbecue so my so this is kind of leading into if we had a lottery system i figured we could throw a league barbecue you don't have to show up but it would just kind of make it more fun we could be grilling maybe playing some yard games some cornhole whatnot spike ball and then do the lottery as the night goes on um so 66.7 per so two-thirds of people said yes they would make sure to attend and then the other third of people said they would attend if they were already free they just wouldn't break an appointment to attend so no one has said they would not attend such an event so that's that's good if that's the route we go and then i asked about the live draft what was your experience attending the live draft this year um 58.3 percent so that's seven people said the live draft was fun i hope we do it again 25 percent, which is three people said the live draft was okay but could have been improved um, one person said I was totally indifferent live online. It's all the same. And then one person also said I did not enjoy the live draft at all and hope we don't uh, do it again. So most of the people enjoyed the live draft. Josh, I think I asked you right after the live draft. You said you enjoyed it. So I think most people like it. It's just trying to get there, I think. 
Yeah. Um, so after that, it was additional comments about the live draft. So how we can improve it or what can make it different. One person said live draft always better. Um, one person said one minute time limit on all picks was the same person <laughs> taking 10 minutes every round. So someone's throwing some shots there, some shade, if you will. Some, well, someone said, I like the live in-person draft, but I think it's better with computers, easier to see available players, look at stats and set time limits for drafting. I agree with the time limits part, but I think it takes a little more skill to look at a piece of paper. So maybe that's just the easier route. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but, um, what else other people say? Like live drafts, hard to do with small children. So I'm going to assume that was Willie because he's the only person in the league currently with a small child. People need to stay on task more. Love the time available. Oh, Brian's in the league. Here's Brad. <laughs> Brad's a big child. <laughs> a little different. And then one other person said lower the time available. So pretty much the only person, the only real feedback we're getting is don't make Robin, don't let Robin take 10 to 15 minutes a pick. Um, should we implement a league punishment? So we threw this out there. 50% of people said, yes, it sounds fun. Uh, another third of people. So four said it depends on what the punishment is. And then 16%. So two people said I'm indifferent. So no one said there should not be a punishment. So it looks like we're uh, good to go with that. It, what that is. Some of the ideas proposed were <laughs> tattoo picks by the rest of the league, um, has to wear something stupid at next year's draft or a traveling plunger plunger engraved with the losers. Loser has to cook a meal for everyone at next year's barbecue. Um, one person said nothing that involves extra money spent. I think that's usually pretty fair. Um, <laughs> someone just said fuck off required field because they made them answer that question. Wearing a shirt or hat of the champions choosing at the following draft. I like the medallion idea. A little humil humiliation never hurt one. Or I've butchered this real bad. I like the medallion idea. A little humiliation never hurt no one. Ask Hitler. So that was someone's response. Um, post your whole life on social media for a week. Um, wear a special hat or something of that nature. Peanut butter, really? I'm confused. So I guess one of my proposed idea was running through a busy dog park covered in peanut butter. So how would, no. how would you feel about that for league punishment, Josh? No, thank you. So I know a lot of this is just me talking. Well, mostly because um, the people that would be at the dog park with their dogs would not be happy. Well, yeah, of course not, because their dogs would be attacking this man covered in peanut butter. That's kind of the point. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would veto on that. I, I know. I think it was just a, a funny idea. I know. It, it, I, I would giggle. <laughs> it would be humorous. So that was all the regular league questions. We did have a podcast section. I won't go into that too much. Um, the only thing I'll touch on is, um, you know, why did you listen or why didn't you listen? Um, it was fun. They continuing to improve. Love listening on the way to work. Never listened. Didn't have too much time. Um, didn't want to have too much of an advantage over everyone else. Sorry, that's what they said. Humor, nah. support of friends, football knowledge, um, time. Again, the small child that proved difficult to listen. Derek played it for me, so I'm going to assume that was Robin. I like hearing your voice every day, so I don't know if they're talking to me or you, but we'll assume both, Josh. Someone likes uh -huh. hearing your voice every day. Yeah. <laughs> One person said, good to hear the talks. Another person said, well, so sorry, this wasn't the question I thought it was, but I loved hearing the banter and predictions. I get a little busy at the end of the year, so I stopped listening. So this was, this next question is how we could improve. One person said less Homer results talk. Um, one person said nudity. I think we had a lot of nudity responses last year. We didn't implement that, so kind of dropped the ball on that one. Um, Collins was a great, did you want to comment on nudity? 
So Collins was a great addition, someone said. Someone said, cut down the time, maybe talk less about general news or Homer things we already all know about on a weekly basis. I want to listen to unique content if I can, more humor and games. Send out a weekly update. And then someone said more guest speakers. So that's general podcast feedback we got there. And that was about it. The last page says, do you have any other opinions on anything? Oh, I guess we do have one. One says, don't have locked players who can't be dropped. Can save one person from year to year. So essentially become a keeper league with one keeper. So yeah. Those are all the things. Thank you you for typing that up. Any thoughts on the podcast feedback? Do you have any thoughts on the punishment or the new draft strategy or anything for next year? Um, No, not really. I know I texted you um the other day about the potential change of how things uh oh yeah that's right your double header idea yeah so it's just something that i'd seen a couple times and we i guess we didn't necessarily implement this in the victoria secret league but we had a free-for-all week so the top top half of the league gets a win bottom half gets a loss no matter what who you're playing um and then i i saw that there are some hosting sites and some opportunity or some different leagues scoring and setups where you play double headers every week so you you play your head-to-head matchup so whoever you're matched up against randomly (laughs) but then the second match is against everybody in the league so if you have if you're playing against let's say you're playing against t and t beats you 79 to 78 because we know t can't score over 100 obviously um well obviously you deserve to lose that one because you only put up 78 but let's just say everybody else puts up every way more. So you'd be 0 for 2, and T would still get a loss because he just happened to luck into his win. Um, other examples are if you have the two, like the number one and the number two highest scoring players play each other one week, um, you shouldn't get punished for scoring 185 points and 30 more than the next closest just because he played the highest score. So you'd get you'd get a win for beating or being in the top half of the league. So essentially, each week you could finish three different ways. 2-0, 1-1, or 0-2. And, and so it's just um, playoffs would work the same. It would come down to who has the best record at the end or the best records at the end. Um, and it just adds a little bit more um, overall, I believe, equality and fairness just just for those instances where you do have that you know high-scoring game you shouldn't be punished for because yeah you're, you're playing against willie's team <laughs> yeah willie was quite the dominant force this week uh this this year i mean um so yeah the double header is definitely an idea we can propose Any, anything else you'd want to see different in the league next year josh i know you filled out the survey yourself but sometimes you can have inspiration afterwards yeah that was an inspiration that came afterwards i know um not really i know you're not because you don't really like copying victoria's secret but do you think we'll find a different solution than is it name out of a hat or um the lottery system i know you'd propose that 100 yard dash thing any other draft ideas have come to you over time or like draft selection ideas well i don't think i did the 100 yard dash for the draft oh the the website that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. No, i thought yeah. you were talking about physical 100 yard dash i would lose every time i'd have the 14th pick every year yeah i'm trying to think about the league and you know i think i'd be okay with it yeah would you you'd probably be a top five pick every every year i would imagine yeah maybe top three because who would be your biggest competitors in running brad his nickname was glacier for the longest time brian uh i was gonna say well brian's a distance runner i don't know he might be speed as well i was gonna say nate 
Um, Nate, maybe Brian, and Derek and Willie are ripped, but I don't know if they're speed like cardio guys. So True. you'd be up there for sure. Yeah, and, and maybe Jesse. There's no chance in hell I'm running 100 yards to decide where I pick. <laughs> there you go. So, but yeah, um, I know the website. Yeah, no, I mean, it's one of those things that we have some time in the off season to think of. Obviously, we don't want to take forever, mm-hmm. um, but I don't necessarily like the lottery system that Victoria's Secret has in place. They're talking about changing it. So, and because of just how silly it is um, and how people always wonder why the hell we're using a Culligan machine with a vacuum cleaner to pick our draft. Um, and then, but, th- but I do want to do something and it shouldn't be something that forces everybody to get together when there's obviously busy schedules. So something that can be random, maybe like a, the national spelling bee, everybody gets assigned a player and then it goes based on their finish. Um, sure. some people do that with like the masters golfing. I was going like to say, that. yeah, masters. Um, so we can, I mean, there's definitely some ideas out there where it does provide random, but it is somewhat entertaining for us to do. Right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like like if there's a game show that could be done or something like that um i mean we can do oh no we can't do it i was gonna say jackbox party pack games to see but that won't work right so um but yeah so we'll we'll think of something yeah yeah i mean i i, I yeah obviously i've never done the lottery so that's what makes it sound interesting to me but i i could definitely see how people could get burnt out by it eventually so i don't know it's just, i want to do something as a names out of hat so whatever it ends up being we'll figure it out but yeah any other thoughts on anything josh we would call this section final words part of the outro love you long time you love who long time josh well, you, uh, Arnold Palmer, Lagavulin, um, Whiteboard, Cup, Lamp. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. All right. Well, then, if we have no other final words, we've got one more episode coming at you guys. We'll have the Hot Takes retrospective. We'll get to hear, listen back to all our Hot Takes. We'll talk. We had some studs and duds like for the year. We'll talk about those next week because they'll be done with the regular season. We'll talk about our just our general predictions. We'll talk about who got fired. We'll uh, we'll know who won the Locks and Upsets leaderboard by next week. We got we got plenty of content for you next week. So if you're if you're only here for the Hidden Oaks Redraft League, you can go ahead and bounce out. But if you want to come back one more week, here here our takes, here our beautiful voices. We'd love to have you, Josh. Thank you for welcoming me into your home this whole year. We've just got one more week to go. Nikita, thank you as well. Ryan, Eric, Jamie, Levi, Zach, Brian, Hammer, Brad, Jesse, Jordan, Kyle. We love you so. Um, yeah. Hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com, facebook.com slash hoodpod, facebook.fm, or anchor.fm slash hoodpod. Josh, the folks should what? Go to sleep. Nailed it.
Well, I mean, I do feel semi. Well, I, don't, I won't say I feel guilty, but I do appreciate us doing this here every week. So, can show a little gratitude every once in a while. Last year, I bought you like, what was it? I bought like.